Hello and welcome to the Behind the Wheel podcast, the culmination and brainchild of my own love for cars, but also my determination to ensure that nobody ever goes through what I've been through. That is hating their nine to five and living only for the weekends. If you're scared of how you'll look on social media, what people might think and say about you, My next guest is the perfect example of why it just doesn't matter. Nigel Turver is the man, the myth, the legend behind the super funny and hugely entertaining Instagram handle, Supercar Nigel. What amazes me and why I was so keen to bring him on is that he's literally built a massive following online based on his love for cars whilst being completely genuine and true to himself. It's not always been an easy journey though, from experiencing tragedy, mental health challenges, and losing a very, very close family friend to suicide. We discuss how how Nigel lives with these experiences, and most importantly, how he's used these experiences to become one of the most well-known faces in car entertainment. Hope you enjoy it. And I, I still, I still believe in that now. No one, no one will compete with me and my job. Why? Because no one will put the work in everything that I will put in. I'll make sure that I'm, I'm top. So let's just say you're working somewhere and there's filling shelves at Morrison's. There's three of you. You try to be the best. Make sure or try your best. It's, it's as simple as that. If someone who lives in a little flat and the content they've got more than someone who's living in a great big house with a swimming pool and a bowling alley because they're not content because bloke down road's got a bigger yacht than them so the thing we just mentioned there was about um, an asian community that they were pressurized to become lawyers doctors um, a professional job where where when, whenever you have a wedding or a party, you can say, oh, yes, my son, Satminda, is a doctor. Or, this is how it is. And, um, yes, you, you're absolutely right. that you know, I, I, you know, As I said, I'm a, a shopkeeper at heart. And um, so, obviously, knowing Indian shopkeepers, they were very, very bothered that the children go to private schools, that they, that they become, how would you put it, something. And... Their definition of becoming something is your exam results and what professional career come um, you be, you do, and it's not. The truth is, it's not. It's not right. And 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 I actually know a particular guy, a lovely guy, and um, I'm, he is actually running the shop now. But they were so disappointed in him going to private school because he, he just didn't he just didn't get it. He, he, you know, he's not a. He's just not. Academic, um, yeah, you know, and it's it's. I think that's. I think it's their definition, right? Doesn't mean that it's the definition, right? And that's the issue, isn't it? Is that you know people have a certain idea as to what success means, right? And they they rightly or wrongly, I guess it comes out of insecurity. It probably comes out of like fear of well, what's my son or daughter going to do? If they don't have a degree or don't have good grades, that means their entire life is doomed and oh my God, like that's the fear side. But on the other side, it's like, that's their definition. And that's not the world that we live in right now. And the testament to that 
is you, Nigel, because what you've built quite successfully is an online community based on what you love doing. And that to me is super cool. Um, And I want to go into that right now because I feel like people might look at your social media and look at your videos and think, oh, my God, like this guy looks, you know, you know, they might think this is a bit of an overnight success thing. But in actuality, I'm going to guess here that it's been probably months maybe years of, of 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 hard work is that is that fair to say uh yes certainly years um i i won't deny it i do find that i do think i'm a little bit of a strange person and i will say that that i'm a strange person in the sense of um and as much as you say community do you know like I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really a social media person. You know, like people say, "Have you seen this YouTube video? Have you seen that?" They, no, I don't watch YouTube. Um, I'm actually. I've always said this that, for instance, with Instagram, because that's really where I am. Um, that people say you look like so much fun and you're great. I said, "No, I'm for ten minutes of the day, I'm quite happy. You don't see the other twenty-three hours, fifty minutes where I'm miserable moaning, and I will be moaning about Instagram." And I will be moaning about this. I'm saying, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of it. I don't want to know what people are doing. I'm fed up with it all. Um, I really, I kind of hate it. And I genuinely think I feel so sorry for, I really feel sorry for young people of the world today What are just seeing this. And everybody looks like they're having fun. And everybody looks like they've got fancy cars, Rolexes, and they go on holiday all the time. And there is certain people like that. Some, some people are looking like, well, is it looking life? But we'll say it's looking life because let's get this right as well. The world does run around money. We might we might not want it to do because, but but it does. Um, even whether you like that or not, you think well, it's not all about money. No, it's not all about money. But money seems to. I actually said this to, to Mandy the other week. I said. I realised that everything costs money. You know, you, you, you could say, well, it doesn't cost anything to go to the park. Well, it does cost you. You've got to go and shoot. You've got to have shoes. You've got to have pants. You've got to have, you've got to have clothes on. They all cost money. Everything costs money. The whole world runs around it. Just, whether you like it or you don't, you can try and avoid it. But um, So, yeah, also you'll know me from Instagram. I forget what I'm on about. I don't know what I'm talking about. But, but, but yeah, so I, and, and I, so I do think that. So I, I kind of hate the social media bit as well. And I think, yeah, I get fed up with it. You know, just leave me in my own little world. But when your your main question was, does do, do you get things over weeks, months, years? Um, it, I think it does take years. And I also, you know, as I said, I am a shopkeeper at heart. Um, was it on? Was it on purpose, Nigel? Like in the no. sense that, like before you began, did you have this like idea in your head that okay, I'm going to build a large online community of people that are going to just love my content how did it all start right so i can i can see first thing is i can see you know people say oh you do this you do that you do other i could I, if i look back in time of what i was let's say as a child at school i like buying things and selling things at school i used to like i used to buy stamps and sell stamps i used to so I've always liked money, maybe, because I used to do three paper rounds and an evening paper round. And I've always, probably through my mum and dad, this is again where, maybe this is an Asian community as well, but my mum and dad were, were how would I put it, kind of Asians um, in the sense of we worked. I know it sounds silly. We didn't go on holidays. We, you know, we worked. Um, I didn't, I wasn't going to work in a shop. If that was the thing. I helped in the shop, obviously. And then I actually wanted to become a lorry driver when I was 21. That's what I did. And I wanted, I went to have a couple of lessons, but at, at that point, 
my dad had a um, heart attack and had to have an heart bypass. And he was then obviously, they were shopkeepers. My mum and dad were shopkeepers. Um, I think only people who've been shopkeepers know how horrible, and I'm going to put horrible a life it is that, um, you know, I think, I think, I think back then it was more than now because now we've got, I think modern shopkeepers have got cameras and security systems. But back then, you, you never, for some reason, you never trusted staff. It was like, you know, you, you were constantly there seven days a week. And so we didn't go on holidays. We didn't have holidays. Um, anyway, I was going to become a lorry driver. My dad, this happened to my dad. And, um, right, well, what do I do? And um, there was an opportunity here to buy the shop. To, well, you know, to, to run the shop. And my dad did a deal with me. He did a great deal. And it's a deal I'm, I was happy with and I'm happy with now even that I think, yeah. So what my dad did was, I will sell you the business. That was the first thing he said to me, go and see if you can get a loan and things, which we did. And you can't, you just couldn't get a loan unless you had 50% of the money. I had probably, best I could scrounge up on a good day, it was a thousand quid. So I wasn't going to be able to buy a business. What my dad sold me for 50,000. So my dad decided, agreed that he will kind of loan me the money and he will loan me the money for the business and he will Thank charge you. me an interest rate for the business. Wow. And it would take, it okay. would take a small interest rate, but I'm glad he did. He, he, he taught me what, what's right. So he sold me the business and he charged me a small interest rate and he rented me the property. Wow. But with the agreement, the, the, the agreement in five years' time, it'll take you five years to pay for the business. Then once you've done it, it, it worked out pretty good for me because he also said, we will sell you then the property for X amount of money in five years' time. It worked out good because over that five years, the properties went up, but he'd already agreed to sell it me at that price. So it was a kind of a 10-year plan to buy the business and property, this one shop. And um, it went well because I put, well, as I said, me, me and Mandy, we were a team. We put all his effort into it. We worked all the time. I'm not going to deny that. Um it's what you do if you're a shopkeeper. Um, unfortunately, it does mess your life up, and I say that in the sense of, you know, that, you know, we open. I open Christmas Day. Used to, I used to maybe kid myself. Oh, it's not about the business. It's not about the money. But I used to love it. I opened up Christmas Day. I sold eight hundred quid of the batteries and what you made good money on. So I probably three hundred pound opening up for four hours. I say, oh, this is amazing. And you can say, well, couldn't you couldn't you shoot Christmas Day? And I think when I was younger, there was never a, a time to say I'd have a day off or anything. Just, you know, it just didn't happen. It was, no, everything was work. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, and I've had to learn over the years, and especially, let's get this bit in. So I lived above this shop. I bought the shop when I was 21, and I lived above that shop till I was 40 years old with Mandy. Me, Mandy, and my kids. And, and this is the next thing. This is the next thing that people will see on Instagram, I think. I lived in a flat till I was 40 years old, and I was more wow. than happy. But I was happy living in a flat. This is one of the biggest things for me. I've always been content with what I've got, and I definitely said that. I've always been content. The one thing I don't like is you get content, but you have more things. You have nicer things. Of course, if you're earning money, you, have more, you, you buy nicer things, and you have things. And then you can't – this is an unavoidable thing. You get spoilt. And I would generally say you get spoilt because because you do. Um, and I actually said this. So, so here I sit here with a, a Rolex watch on a Rolex Hulk. This is a Hulk watch, this one particular one, for instance. 
if I sold this watch, because whatever reason, I didn't have this watch, because and then next year I buy myself a long jeans or something, uh, a watch at £5,000, let's say £5,000 watch, rather than a £20,000 watch. You start thinking, oh, I've only got a £5,000 watch, I used to have a 20000 I feel like slapping myself and saying, you spoiled little git. Got a five grand watch, you should think yourself lucky. But so I can't avoid that little bit about getting the spoiled, but I was always content. So we lived in a flat. The house that I'm sat in now, which has also got an office and everything else where I work from. Um, we bought this 16 years ago, I'm now 56. So again, people see Instagram and think, Oh, you've always had these nice cars, you know. Um, you know, I've got to say this little story that I've got to put this one. Sorry, I don't stop chattering when I'm chatting, but I love this. No, no, I love this. I'm loving I this. I'm bringing this in as an Indian shopkeeper because this is what I'm bringing in. This is what I'm bringing in. Right. So when I bought the shop off my mum and dad, obviously their teachers were, yes, you've got to do this. You've got to save your money, you know. And I'm going to bring something else into this in a minute about the, if you can't afford it, you don't have it. This was a teaching again from mum and dad. But we bought the shop off my mum and dad. My mum and dad had built a bungalow behind the shop. So they lived there. And the only reason I'm bringing this in is these cars, it makes me chuckle. This is, Again, where it's almost Indian communities are only people probably sometimes understand this. Me and Mandy, I've always loved food, but would want to go out for something to eat, would treat yourself. On a Friday, we might go for a meal for an Indian or Chinese. We had to push the car off the drive. Why did you have to push the car off the drive? Because if mum and dad heard me going out, how can you afford to be spending money on fancy meals and all that? (laughs) There we go. There we go. I wasn't like, you know, it's like, even though I'm an adult, you can't be spending. And and, and and one of the biggest negatives that I've had from my mum and dad was we were when we were looking for houses to buy a house, we thought, don't you don't you go borrowing money, don't you go borrowing money. And he kind of didn't want me to borrow money for a property, and he got it so wrong, obviously, because properties has always been, which is a, a bit of an annoying thing, because my dad at one time had a few houses he rented out. Um very, very bad advice that was. And so probably the only bad advice I'd probably say I've had from my dad, that you're saying, no, I should have bought a house. So anyway, that's beside the point. I have bought a house now. I love living in my house I live in now. And, um, yeah, and, and I definitely have um, a bit of an addiction for cars. And I, I won't deny this, and it's still there now. I still have an addiction. Someone said, have you got a – someone said, are you religious? I said, no, I haven't. I, I have got a religion, and my religion is work. Work comes first. Work provides everything else. Um, I've got, a, I've got a work ethic, and 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 it passes to my kids, and um, passes to everyone around that. I, you know, I like. How I like. does? And I think, I mean, what what's what fascinates me about you, Nigel, is the fact that it's not just your love for cars, but it's also the fact that you've you've gone one step further, and kind of said, you know what, I'm going to share that passion with other people, right? And that's a very big difference, right? Because people, everyone's got something that they've got some level of interest in, right? I think often people don't actually appreciate the importance of being aware of what you've got an interest in and what 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 gives you energy, right? But I feel like in your case, it was like you're obviously working your ass off to build something for your for your family or whatever it is. I regret love cars, but then you kind of went up went, 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 you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a video about this. Like how does that how does that happen? Well, I tell you what happens because we we've got three physical shops. What I know obviously when I'm sorry like me saying I'm a shopkeeper, 
the shop died, by the way. Um, where where our shop was, it was called the White City, uh, you know, and a trade and a stay. It got knocked down. The shop went downhill, downhill, downhill. But it didn't matter because, and, and I'll still say this to this day now, my prime job now is fireworks, by the way. That's my job. If fireworks got bad next year, does it worry me? Does it bother me? No. Why? Because you do something else. And that's exactly what happened with the shop. The, the shop, we're no longer selling beers and newspapers and cigarettes and margarine and lard. I think it does where margarine and lard came from because I don't think people even have lard anymore. Anyway, um, so we, 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 we changed direction and we did um, check cashing and we did we did mobile phones, which is still what we do now, to be honest with you. But we don't. But let's get this right. I don't pay any attention to that at all. My attention's on fireworks. So I've got three shops that do mobile phones. I actually went to South Emsel shop, which is where we've got one of our shops. It's the first time I've been there in a year. Why? Well, this is the next problem. You haven't got the time. And since 50, I've said I want to semi-retire. I'm still working too many hours. Um, yesterday, I started at half past six. Finished at half past six last night, you know, doing 12-hour days. And I'm trying to... You know, do a little bit less. So when you said cars, oh, this is what you said at the time. Because my main job is fireworks, we have we have a, a period of time, we'll say January to June, where we have very little to do. Very little. We actually go down to a four-day week in, working week, and it's amazing. That's something we start lashing. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm not going to deny it. It's brilliant. Well, that's good. Um, that's being talked about now in the news, right? About this idea of in, in, introducing four-day working weeks, but it looks like you're kind of ahead of the curve. You've sort of mm. tried it. And, and it's, oh, it's, it's, no, okay, no, right? Do you say that, though? That's because we've got nothing to do. Let's get it right. The fact that someone wants to go to a four-day week, I think, I'll be honest with you, my actual response to that word would be, shut up. Let's change from a five-day working week to a six-day working week. Um, yeah. One day a week, obviously plenty enough. But then again, that's you see, that's my world, you know. Um, but anyway, for us, luckily, don't get me wrong, the days off we have in, in, in the first six months of the year, we have to make up for in the next six months. Um, it's not like, yeah. But anyway, we do have it easy. So we have a bit of time on his hands. So you do sit there looking on Instagram and things, and you have got time to go to car shows and, you know, have time, you know, to do things. You know, it's like, you know, this is another thing. It's like going on holiday. I've gone on holidays for the last 20 years, let's say. I've, I've been good. I've, I've had an holiday, at least one holiday a year. I go on holiday now. I like to, I like to go on three holidays a year. They're all January to April because that's when it's quiet times are. So I'll go to Tenerife a couple of times. I'm going to cruise over. That's, yeah, that's always the plan. But this is, again, a shopkeeper mentality that I have. It's amazing that I have to still now tell myself you are all right to go on holiday. You can have a week off and you can, you can do it. You don't have to feel guilty about it because I used to feel so guilty about how can I be away for a week? And I used to look at other people and think, how can they do this? How, you know, being, being on holiday. And, and I, I used to have problems with it. I still have got. I want it. You know what? It's funny. Sorry to barge in there, but there, there is a, um, there is something that I'm becoming increasingly frustrated by which is this kind of hustle culture, right? It's this idea on Instagram that people are working 24 hours a day, burn the candle at both ends, and almost like glorifying it and making it look cool, right? And it's I think there's an element of, has that gone too far? 
have we now got to a place where actually, you know what? Um, the only way to be seen as successful or cool even is by someone who just works, 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 works. What's your take on it? Well, first of all, I don't want to come across as racist, but I do not believe the white man, excuse that, knows how to work. And you go, that's so awful. But I always said this, that, you know, when, when, when obviously, let's say, late 50s and, and Indians were coming over and they were, they, were, they were opening shops, a white person can't compete. And I, 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 still, I still believe in that now. No one, no one will compete with me and my job. Why? Because no one will put the work in everything that I will put in. I'll make sure that I'm, I'm top and that I want to yeah. invest. So there's that bit. But do you know that as much as you say that, I agree what you said. There's, there's a certain person I follow on Instagram, but he always says, I work all the time. I do this. I think, well, hang on. You're at a golf course. You do this. I think, well, I'm working that really hard. Um, and, and, and it sounds silly that it's a bit like Instagram. I think, I ain't got time. Do you know what people say? Some advice. Think, well, first of all, get off a of bloody, get off Instagram and all that. Start watching Instagram and Facebook and get working. You know, uh, I'm, I'm probably not a good advert for, um, you know, working and things. But you know, don't get, you know, my son Harry work. The, 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 the my my kids and anybody who works with will know that work is an extremely important thing, and and, and it is this, yeah. um, but. I, I, I kind of like the fact that my kids sounds silly. My kids want to spend time with their kids, mm. and they want to do this and they want to do that with them. And I think, you know, it's not just me. It's not like me saying to you, "Oh, it's an Asian community or whatever." It, it, it's not. You 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 see Asian communities now where they don't want to work. I know agents, what, what a, let's just say 30, 35, they don't want to do what the parents did seven days a week. No holidays, yeah. no, no this, no that. You can't do nothing. I just said, you know what I said about my mum, dad? You can't afford it. You don't have it, all this sort of stuff. And um, I, t- I tell you the biggest problem of that one, and, and, and I had to fall out with my dad about this because I realised they can afford things, but they still don't have them. Um, and it's the same to this date. My mum and dad, they they will do without so much, even though they can afford it, but they won't have it. And it's it's some people say, oh, yeah, well, they've had it harder and all that. I think, yeah, but it, it's kind of sad. I could tell you stories with my mum and dad, and I just think it's sad, sad. I mean, where you know, you'll go to the house and they can afford to put the heating on. They're not they're not they're not that soon, but they'll be sat there with jumpers on and um Oh, well, I could tell you stories about my dad. Well, it just make you laugh. Like you go to my dad's house, you have a wee in the toilet. I'll tell you now, my dad would go mad if you flush the toilet. What do you mean? Flush really? The- oh, wow. he's on a water meter. You only flush the toilet if you've had a number two. <laughs> but, that, but but there's so many things. But that's just a, a one, for instance. Um, I could tell you some other ones. What just like my that, that is amazing. Oh yeah, that is yeah. amazing. Yeah. What other? What I mean, as an as an entrepreneur yourself, what other kind of life lessons have you kind of learned along the way um, that you think are like really, really important for, pe- for people to understand? Either for those that are current entrepreneurs or those that are looking at entrepreneurship or starting your own business. What kind of like three to five 
kind of life lesson that you learn I get asked this by people who say, um, how, how do you do well? I think it'll it'll come naturally. It'll come naturally. You've either got it or you've not got it, I believe. And so, so what do you mean? Well, let's, and I and this is one of the examples. Says, let's say you work at McDonald's. You work at McDonald's. Do you just slap, do you just slap them gherkins on? I just think I'll put them on neat. I know it sounds silly. Are you bothered that you're making a good big mac? Or you, or you just don't care? And one of the things that I always notice for someone who works for me, I always think, do they walk past? Let's just say there's a bit of rubbish on the floor. Something, I don't know. I'm just coming out with a cigarette tab end. Do they walk past it or do they pick it up? The person who's bothered about bothered about what they're doing, um, they're bothered about being good. And it just naturally comes. I'm bothered about being... I am bothered about being the best at fireworks. So we are the best. I believe we're the best. I believe we're the best. Simple as that. Where does that, where, where does that desire come from, Nigel? Like that desire to want well, to be the well, best? Well, you actually touched a nerve about the parents that we, we, it's a horrible, it's a horrible, it's actually, if you've got parents who are demanding, and obviously this comes probably more, from an Asian thing, that they want you to be doctors and lawyers. So you've got demanding parents. My sister did well at school, got a degree and all that sort of stuff, and well done. I didn't. And you're always trying to prove to your parents for some bloody reason, and it annoys me because I'm 56, that you – maybe it's not just your parents, it's everybody. You're trying to prove that you you've got some sort of – if you if you can't do it educationally, you've got to do it then monetary wise. And I, I didn't do it educationally, so I had to do it monetary wise. And the way to prove that, or or what you think to prove that you're successful, is to say, look, I've got a nice car, I've got a nice house, or whatever. It's, that makes me successful. And um, I, I remember once stopping at, at a zebra crossing and seeing this couple, and they looked so happy crossing this road. And I was in a rough estate. And they looked happy, and, I th- and it was that that crossing thinking co- contentment. And and and, and as I said, the word contentment. If someone lives in a little flat and they're content, they've got more than someone who's living in a great big house with a swimming pool and a bowling alley, because they're not content. Because bloke down the road's got a bigger yacht than them. Um, and a, a good friend of mine, another Nigel, by the way, Nigel Bellamy. If you said I'm envious of any man, it would be him. Because it's like, I actually need him to come and help us for work. And he said, I'm not doing it now. So I, don't, I don't need it. It's too hard. I can't do it. And I think, wow, I, I love that attitude. That that doesn't mean to be useless as a person. I mean, you know, because that's the next thing. I just, you know, I, I, get, I do have a – I suffer. I suffer quite badly from um, depression and anxiety where things get me down and I get fed up with this and get fed up with that and, and everything. And – you know, it's all right liking cars, but even that gets me down when I'm driving. Oh, why don't they indicate? Why don't people let people out? Why don't people pull over to the left? I'm not getting it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's just everything. Um, yeah. and, and I get, but it's not just the people driving, it's then the government. Why don't they make better roads? Why, why is these roads in the state? Why is you know, probably because I want to run my business best I can. I think well, nobody else is government's roads and. Everything and yeah, yeah. Anyway, I forgot. But you know what's funny, right? Like no one, no one would have guessed that through your through your content. Like in the sense that people would watch you. Oh no, yeah, they they wouldn't know. Like that actually, you you 
you struggle sometimes and uh, oh. you you know you get frustrated. I, well, well, one another thing for instance in life, I don't. I'm not a secretive person. I think that's why probably people like me on Instagram as well. I just I say as it is. You know, people say this, that, and that. Hmm, it is what it is. I'm not. I am what I am, and that's that. So when it comes to say admitting of, of, of depression, anxiety, it was only one week on Thursday ago. I said to Mandy, Mandy, I said I, I need some sort. I need some medical help. I need some medicine because, uh, and it's extremely worse in the morning. I just think. You know what is the point? What is the point of this? What's the point? Of that? Maybe I'm getting a bit more fed up with things because I think, you know, I was, you know, you know, I think when am I going to die? Although it's all I've ever done all my life is work. Uh, you know, you could say, well, I don't know, you've had lovely times. You bought cars, don't you? yeah, okay, and yeah, yeah. It's, but but I did say to Monday I needed some medicine, some sort of medicine. So I phoned the doctors and they said, oh, you need to speak to someone. So I did and left a number nobody's got back to me. But as it happens, I'm all right at the moment, but it'll come back. It'll come back and these blinkers here go like that. And I will not, and I'll be able to try and think, what is the point? What is the point of, and you could say, what do you mean? What's the point of business and cars? No, I'll just not understand the whole point of life full stop. Because even wow. life, life gets me down. I think, I think, as a human beings, I think, gosh, we're a, we're an awful set of creatures. I think that's another thing. I think. I think sometimes I think, oh, you know, destroying world. And um, how do you get out of that? Like when you go, like when you're going through that, what, what can, what, what um, do you do? Normally, well, again, it's a ridiculous thing to say. I'm, I'm more. So this Monday is a bank holiday Monday. They're not. They, their days I'll suffer. <laughs> Why? Because. Because I'm not working, I, 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 you know, what, what, what am I going to do this Monday? And do you know something? This is the genuine truth. So my eldest son James um, has got to work Monday, and do you know what my thoughts were? Oh, brilliant, brilliant. What? Well, he's working. No, because he's working. I can come and work. I ain't got to start thinking what am I going to do today if everybody's having off. Brilliant. Wow. I can work Monday, I, and I'm happy about that. Which <laughs> is, yeah, mm, very weird. But yes, yeah, but how do you get out of it? Normally, I get up in the morning, get on with things, it, it gets better. And one of the biggest things, I've, all this stuff what I mentioned here, you know, it's about life and everything else. There's there's one one major major thing in my life, which, and that's my wife, Mandy. Um, she's amazing. When I say she's an amazing woman, if it, it, you know, you talk about look, people talk about look. Oh, that look he did. Look, I think no, my my big big chunk of look. Was was marrying a woman, well, I've been married to thirty five years this year, who wow. I love, and loving someone's not enough. You've got to like her. I like her. She's a good, good woman. She's a fair woman. She's a decent woman, and she's got exactly the same work ethic as me. We work. We work hard. Um, when she's not working, she'll be looking after grandkids. She looks after us. Crazy. We, we, old-fashioned family you know that i know we live in a world now where men and women are meant to be the same but uh we live in an old-fashioned world where men are men and women are women and um you know she looks after me ridiculously well she looks not just me she looks after uh, uh, everybody and everything you know she's brought us you missed it but you know look at that size of look at that she brought oh, me look at that this morning if she's not brought me breakfast she's actually brought me croissants this morning for us all Always thinks about us, um, and without her, you know, it, it, you know, you have wishes in life, 
my first wish, to be honest with you, was, was if you said to us, is there anything in life, if you could have anything in life? So I don't know what people come out with when you ask that question. So, you know, somebody thinks that, yeah, or if I could have one thing in life, I'd like a Lamborghini or I'd like a swimming pool. My one wish in life, if I could have one wish, would be that I'd die before Mandy because I could not live without her. And that's that's... Wow. And, I, and, and then you could say, well, that's very selfish because you're leaving her. But I think she'd be better without me than I would be without her. Even though she'll openly say, I'll never have another man. She said, I've had enough for you. She don't want yeah. another one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get on. And, and, and I love the woman so much. Um, she's my everything. And yeah. Harry, Harry's sat in the office now. So I've got two sons. And, um, and they're your own children. You're always going to love your children, aren't you? Well, but I will tell them. Sorry, it actually gets me upset saying this because, and I'll tell them, both my two sons, it, it generally upsets me saying this because when I say it, I just think, you don't come you don't come close to Andy. You don't come close. No one comes, even my own children. And there's not many people can probably put a non-biological, you know, your biological children after your wife of Absolutely, no balance. Yeah. Wow. But, but I do. She's 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 um she comes she's my number one, absolutely my number one. Um uh, before any before wow. beyond children. Um yeah, if I had to I would I, the people always say, Well, if, if you had to hold them on, on a cliff and save you know, you've got to save one, which which one are you gonna save? I always say, oh, I'll be honest with you, I'll drop them both and let's have a new life. <laughs> no, um God, it, it's it's one question you think, how can you answer that? I think it'd be one of them things where you try to hold on to both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say that if you said we one's got to be dropped, I don't think you'd, I don't think you'd drop either. You'd, you just wouldn't drop them. Would you? you wouldn't drop your son. You wouldn't drop your wife. But can uh, I ask, Nigel? You know, I mean, you know, you're obviously someone who's so driven, and, and obviously so is your amazing wife. Um, I want to ask about, you know, one of the tough things that I know I've been through, and and I still struggle with, to be fair. And I know other people struggle with this as well. Is this idea of having a balance between, you know, having a having a family life, having time with your wife versus work? Have you struggled with that, and how have you kind of navigated that kind of challenge? I should bring Harry into this, shouldn't I? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I had very. I had no time for my kids. Um, I was working. Mandy had a lot less. Do you regret that, Nigel? Um, do I regret it? No. And you said, what do you mean do you regret it? Because I, I, I don't know any different. I know it sounds daft. I don't know any different. So how can I regret it? Because I don't know whether I missed anything. Um, yeah. I, 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 my, my relationship with my kids definitely got better as they got older, as the more, you know, I wasn't a... It's got better as they're older, as daft as it sounds. You know, again, you don't. I don't. Again, unless you know me and follow followers or whatever, or followed for time. Let's take James, my eldest son, who's not here today because he's at South Hemsworth shop. Um, he is now. I don't know how old he is. Thirty-two, I believe. I think he's. Th- how old are you, Harry? How old's James? Thirty-one. He born in ninety, wasn't he? Yeah. She's about 31. <laughs> you forget your kids' age. Um, he, we've had problems with James. That's the other thing, you know. You, you know, um, 
from 16, he was an intelligent lad at school. He's really brilliant at school, really, really clever at school. And then it all went to pot because because he basically started smoking pot. So this is another thing. People say, oh, marijuana, yeah, it's all right for you. Well, I saw a son who, who went absolutely down. Way. I mean, proper. He was proper addicted to it, spending ridiculous amounts of money on it. When he was 18, my mum and dad had done a thing where he gets £10,000 to help him out in life, whatever it would be. He got the £10,000 and obviously just blew it over him on smoking marijuana completely loved marijuana um you know to the extent how did you how, how did you get through that like, what was your kind of like just just talk us through like for those people that might be going through a similar situation or um uh, those that have been through it quite recently as a parent when you look back on that What's your kind of like reflections? Well, on it? well, the things are, I used to think to myself, I'm going to lock him up in a container because we always have containers with fireworks in. But it was, he's a very strong minded, a little bit like me in a way that, you know, people tell me, do this, do that. I think, no, I like to do what I want to do. You know, as long as, I, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, that's that's the thing. You know, it's like, you know, if I don't like doing something, I don't do it. I, 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 do, what, I do what I want to do, providing it doesn't affect or hurt anybody i don't i don't want to upset anybody and all that sort of stuff so you know if i you know i'm just saying that if, if i said i'm going to do something i, I remember i was going to an horse meet make with, with some friends it was at cheltenham it was a three-day event i just didn't like it so, so i'm going home what do you mean going, i'm going home i don't like it so I don't, as long as it's done so it doesn't hurt anybody affect him i do what i want and he's basically he's a strong-minded person um or he was <laughs> he's not probably not, but anyway so he loved marijuana. I mean, he loved it. Um, <clears throat> but the marijuana over the, the number of years led to other things. And um, were you aware of this? Like, were you like as a as what, like were you what, obviously what, aware what, of what was going on? The thing is, what do you do? What do you do? What do you, what do you do? This is the thing. What do you do? And we, as a family, me and Mandy, we had a lad who used to work for us who was more than it's all right saying. Oh, you had something to work for. You know, he was. Um, he was, we loved him. Both me and Mandy loved him. He was like family. Um, we, you know, when he bought a house, we'd never had any money at this point. This is the first time we'd ever had any money in the bank account. And um, we'd got like £30,000 at us in the bank account. I gave it all to him to buy it. He, he bought an house for 35,000 quid. People think of 35 grand for an house. Well, it is going back probably 30 years ago. I'm trying to think of what year that was. Or 2000 anyway and i gave it all to him i gave it all to him so you could see how he wasn't just an employee um guy called david and um we loved him but he was an alcoholic um and he um, but we loved him and if ever we tried to have a day off i come back you know he'd be pissed and our retford shop for instance the suspended ceiling was just full of empty vodka bottles and things you know things like this wow. but we look do you know when you love somebody you forgive them the guy stole off me. He stole off me. And he stole off me again. He kept doing these things. But when you love someone, you keep forgiving them. You keep forgiving them because you believe in them, especially when they're telling you, please, on a Monday, I will never drink again. I said, you know, they tell you this story. And on Wednesday, they're pissed. They're not resting. Anyway, he ended up committing suicide at 32 years old. And the reason I mention this is so he committed suicide at 32. And it was that, that was actually two years after we had to, we had to draw a line under it because it, it was ruining our life as well. And he needed to go and do something else, which he did. He actually went and did a chip shop with a with a, 
a friend of ours as well. But it was basically, you know, we'd, the reason I mention this is we've lived through someone being an alcoholic and an, an addict. So my son, it's all right saying he was on marijuana, but by that he was in, I don't know, probably taking drugs as well, and he was drinking a, a litre bottle of Jack Daniels every night. Um, wow. So what I'm trying to say is, what do we do? We've, we've tried, what what happens then with our our James? And we didn't know, we just, it, we, we actually used, what's it called? It's not, not blackmail, is it? When you give people money. I used... Like bribery sort of thing. No, I, I used to give him a job. James, you can have a job and I'll buy you a car, but you've got to be good and you've got to, you know, don't drink. Trying to do these things. And it's only now that, by the way, let me just, I'll actually just tell you the end of this story. So when, when James was 28, he went into rehab. He went into a, 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 an alcoholic place down um, Plymouth somewhere. But he went for three months. It was a proper... Thing. He says it's the scariest day of his life doing that that day one. And since then, he's never drunk or taken drugs since. Um, so he's four years dry wow. now. He wow. goes, he goes, he still he still does. It's amazing. By the way, it's amazing. He still goes to meetings every week in the chairs a meeting because I think the thing is, once you're an alcoholic, you're always an alcoholic. Um, you know, and you know, he, you know, it'll be you see people what. You know, they get badges and things like the main one being the one day, your first day one, because I've learned so much from him about addiction and things. And um, That's amazing. You've learned from him. That's oh, so cool. I've learned from him. I wished, obviously, we lost David Sturgeon, and I wished we'd have known. But from James, the things that he's taught us now about, you know, like I said about don't give him a job. Don't give him money. Make, you know, let, let's make him. Oh, he's going to need. He's going to have to stop because he's got no money. He says these things are just absolutely ridiculous. You're talking like this, Dad. He says nothing mattered. I was interested in having a car. I was interested in a house. He said I was interested in what clothes I wore. I was interested in nothing. He said so long as I had my alcohol, nothing mattered, and that 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 is the only thing that mattered. Um, nothing else mattered. And you have to go through a period of like I know I know some parents they and this is just 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 me thinking out loud but I know some parents would probably go down the really horrible route and dangerous route of blaming themselves like did you ever go down that route no no never 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 no I'll be honest we never ever did that because. I'll tell, oh, I've got this on the screen here, a picture of David Stern is just coming across it now. That might upset me, but yeah. Um, no, I never did that because um, I know he sounds daft. We've always been, we've always been, I'd like to think we're decent parents, you know, we, you know, we, we're decent yeah. not, not just parents. It's, again, pe people who know me have definitely heard me say this in, for, before because I've said this before. Do you know what like you said about, like I said about a lot of parents want them to be doctors, this, that, other. I've, my kids have both tell you, they, I've only ever asked for one thing from them. And that is, I always want you to be fair. I said, in, in life, I said, I want you to be fair. Whether it's your partner, whether it's business, whether it's friends, I want you to be fair. Do you be fair about things? So do you know, like James drinking, it wasn't being fair because the reason wasn't being fair, and he understands this now, but, but unfortunately I had an addiction. It couldn't be fair. That's, that's the reality. It couldn't be. When Mandy tells the stories of like every morning because she, she we live here james lived at the shop at dinnington we've got a shop there 
He had to come here to work. So she drive, she's driving to our Dinnington shop every morning praying that he's coming the opposite direction, that he's not pissed up in bed or was sick or whatever. Wow. That's the first thing, praying that he's coming the other direction. And I didn't know this till after the event. Man says, and again, it upsets me because I'm probably because I'm mentioning Monday and my son. She says, every morning, if he had passed her, the fear that goes in her wow. of finding him committed suicide. Because he was suicidal. Let's get that bit in it. It was suicidal. Wow. So she's going to show up praying every morning that she sees him coming the other direction. And if he doesn't come that other direction, please be alive. Please be alive. Um, especially with his wow. already experienced a suicide. Um, and that is... Again, do you know you talk about looking life and things? Do you know because now he's he's good. That's the other thing. It's a massive failure, Ray. It's all right saying yeah, he's gone to rehab. A lot of people go to rehab, and it, it's a it's a massive failure. Alcohol is a it's it's a it's all, marijuana was the start of it. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. He, he, he needed something maybe to to escape from. I don't know. Um, but alcohol was then the thing, you know, what 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 did him and uh, how did you get through that, Nigel? Like when you like um, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're still going through it now. I mean, clearly it still chokes you up, but like yeah. well, you know well, well, first of all, I think one of the one of the worst things in life, you have you know your children. It's all right saying communities want their children to be doctors and this. Well, I I I never wanted my kids to be that. I wanted my kids to be decent. I've always just said that. I want decent and fair, fair. right people. So when I've got a son on his 21st birthday who I look at and just think, what a complete waste of space. That's that's the genuine thought. Got no work. I didn't want to work. I don't want to work. What's he want to work for? There's no interest in working. Um, Again, you you, you could go in his bedroom and and they'd be just – Fag ash everywhere and tins everywhere. And he'd be laid in bed, either in vomit or piss, because he's pissed himself, puked wow. up. Um, and on his on my son's 21st birthday, man, he says, do you want to write anything on his car? And I says, what can I put, man? There's nothing. There's nothing good wow. I can say about him. Wow. So that's what that, upsetting me saying that, because there was nothing I could say good about him. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. And so to get a son now who's 32, as I said, who's been four years dry, you talk about what you want in life. Do you want this? Do you want that? I think, do you know something? To get your, your child to be a good person now and manly not having to worry about him committing suicide or me not, you know, all of us not worrying about that. Um, these are things what are... Uh, very good in life, you know. These are things. Not, not. Yes, of course, I love me cars and things and and that. But um, no. And again, but you know what, Nigel? But that is the most beautiful thing that I think this is a gift to me actually, which you've given me is, you know, um, it's easy, I guess, for me and other people to look at your life and think this is what really makes them happy. This is what you know. What an amazing, lucky guy he gets to you know, drive all these cars and and, and live this world. But from what you've just told me, 
that's not actually what makes you happy, is it? It's 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 the idea of being content and having a family that are healthy and happy and, as you said, fair. That's what really yeah. brings you happiness, right? Not not anything else, of course. I, I hate myself for having these fans. Sometimes these fancy cars. I think my favorite vehicle. I've got a T six Transport. I love it. I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't need them other things, but a lot of people do. And, and, and let's get something else right. The things what seems to attract people to other people on Instagram is the flashy things. I'm sure if I was on Instagram with a um, Kia Kia Sportage, I'm not going to get as much interest. <laughs> like, oh, I, I, I think I think as far as Instagram goes, for me, people think, well, this bloke's a bit is a bit daft. Um, it seems it seems. I like to think I'm normal, but I also know I'm not normal. Um, and yeah, he's got these fancy cars as, as well and things. And, um, and and we're definitely spoiled. I've already said that. We're definitely, you know, I've just looked at myself, not even, not even prepared myself for today, have I? Um, yeah, we, 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 I, I'm happy. We're lucky. Um, it's so hard. Life's a hard thing, you know. It's a hard bloody thing. Um as I said, I, I think I said earlier, I, I wouldn't want to be a, I wouldn't want to be a young person in this world that we live in because as I say, everything, you, you know, I, but I've got, an, I've got a Facebook account where I've not been on for four years, but I think I do put posts because it goes from Instagram, but I never see what people say. And I can't, I, I got a bit addicted to Facebook. Maybe that's again the nature of it. I got a bit addicted to Facebook. Oh, I loved it. But just like I'm on Instagram now, I cannot believe Manny said, they'll say the same thing. How are you still on Instagram? Because normally after three years or something, I can just get I've had enough of it. Yeah. I just I just pack it in. Um whether that's a hobby or whatever, or whether it's Facebook, Instagram. So Facebook, I just totally I'd had enough of it. Probably because it how bad it made me feel. I'm sure and you know, so what do you make it mean, mean it made you feel bad? It looked as if everybody were always on holiday. But I suppose if you follow hundred people, there's every chance that one of them is on holiday that week. So yeah. you know, um it looks as if everybody were having fun. I'm, I'm probably no good for Instagram showing people that it's good actually doing a chat like this. What shows it's not all just fun. There's ten minutes a day of fun, and and that's if it's a good day. <laughs> yeah, that? yeah, of course, of um, course. But I think also, like one of the I I used to struggle with a lot, and not so much now, but it still crops this ugly head. Is uh, and I'm not sure if you ever ever experienced it, Nigel. Is um, and I, and I, I bring this up with 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 all my guests who are who are in the social media space um, is negativity online and trolls and abuse, right? And I know everyone talks about it, but I'm always keen to talk about it because I just think it's so important. Um, did you ever kind of come across people that were just being absolute idiots um, I, on your content? How did I, you kind of go about it? I feel I'm very lucky because I have had very few, but again. This is the insecurities of life that the odd ones I get, it's like a pain that goes in me. And I don't, you know, what's the point of worrying about the 1% if you're pleasing 99? And this is, this is, um, this would be that, let's say the same with business that, you know, you know, you, 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 you want to please 100% of customers. I want to please 100% of my customers, but you're never going to, you can't because this, do you know, like I said about the word fairness? There's some people not fair. There's customers who are not fair. That you told me you'd get them fireworks here by Saturday. I said, "Well, I am doing everything I can, and we put them in a, a, a courier. What says guaranteed Saturday? 
Well, you better, what are you going to do about it? You, you better get them. Well, you're in London. I, 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 it's not that I've not sent them, but in their hands. Well, how are you going to get them? Right. And, and do you know something? I'll try to, you know, let's just say something like that. I'll tell you what, I'll get in a car and I'll drive to you halfway to you. And you, if you meet me halfway, let's try and do that. Um, but some people hate that. It's, no, you told me that. Well, this is again, I never, I never 100% guarantee somebody would be there because I can't control the world and the weather and everything else. But um, so it's the, it's the little one. They're the people what bother you. It's the same with business. They're the ones what bother you, the one what, what complain about something. And it's the same with trolls then on, on that, that they bother you. It's like I put a, a thing up lately where I need some lads to come and help me. Um, young lads, 16 to 20 months. But you know, some lads have probably left school. Come and help me. I'll give them £8 an hour. Oh, I've got someone. How does anybody want Negativity. Negativity. That's not even minimum wage. Hang on, it's, it's five pounds. It's some young lads that want to come and earn, come and do five days a week. They get seventy. They come and earn three hundred fifty quid. Um, but I got negativity. I thought, no, there's wow. no, there's no one fairer than me. I, I always try to be fair. I try to be fair with with all the staff, everything. I just try to be right with people. Um, but you always get negative. I got, I got. You know, I'll get someone who'll say to me, because, you know, I'm there, whatever. And I, I love food, by the way. As much as I moan about my son being addicted to, 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 to alcohol, I'm addi- I am won't deny it. I'm addicted to food. I love food. I love the thoughts of food. Um, I love eating food. And, and it's it's definitely – I've got two addictions, actually. <laughs> we won't bring in any form of um, rude websites, but we will bring in Auto Trader. This is yeah. another – this is a little addiction I've got what I – I really wish I could get rid of. <laughs> I'm like, and that is, what do you mean? Why on earth do I spend, when I go home at night, but tell her then, for some reason, every night I've got to spend an hour looking at an auto trade, I think. That's oh, me. That's me. It's, I, I'm in the toilet on an auto trade. It's really bad. It's, it's annoying not, me. I don't get it. You know something? This is, this is the best thing. I'm, I mean, all right, so right, this. I said, do you know on a Sunday night, I think, oh, I'm like disappointed. They won't have added any new cars on a Sunday. There won't be nothing on there on a Sunday was being added. And then the cars I look at. And I can look at cars, Toyota Yaris GR is like one of them. But at the moment, I'll be honest with you, the car at the moment I look at is a Bentley Continental GTC. I'm thinking, yeah, I like one of them. Well, why not buy an older one? 2015 model, beautiful convertible. It's still a newish shape, not the newest. The newest don't come out until 2019. And I can get one of them, and I do again when I talk about money, like here, that I can buy a car for 70 grand. There'll be somebody watch this or something. 70 grand, I can't afford a five grand car. I'm just saying that's what happens. But I'm looking at one of these at 70 grand, thinking, yeah, it's not going to cost me a lot, it's not going to lose a lot. Go and buy one of them. I can't get away from the newer model at 2019, where they're 170 grand. I'm thinking, oh, get one of them. Hang on. I thought you wanted a 70 grand car. Now you're, well, not 170, now you're looking at 170 grand. What, what, what are you doing? And it's the same with, we wanted a, we wanted a car to go around tracking. And I decided, let's go and get a Renault Clio, five grand. That went to a Fiesta ST, to a Focus RS, to be buying a 911 Porsche, 100 grand. I wanted to buy a five grand car. I bought an 100 grand car. But that's the problem with that auto bloody trader. And looking at God, oh, um. no, it's it's terrible. I mean, I, I mean, I I'm probably too young to remember this, but at one point, Auto Trader was a magazine, right? And um, I remember oh, yeah. you could you could 
there's a there's a saying, right? You know, you know if you go into a man's house, if you get to a toilet and see an auto-trader magazine. Like, You're right. You're so right. And obviously, I was a news agent. So I got we had obviously for us it was the Yorkshire Auto Trader. Yeah. But we also had obviously it must have been a car dealer local or something, the Midland Auto Trader. So I I got two auto traders, it was brilliant. <laughs> and um again looking back at that, you just think, gosh, you know, even now when you think them remember um Sierra Cosmos coming out and they were 15 grand, and then two years later, nobody could get insured for them and everything else, and they were like three grand. These cars, you think, oh, we used to bought a couple of them back then. If we could be riding time, we'd never have to need to work, would we? we just, yeah, but it is what it is. Oh, no, it's, it's so true. It's so true. Um, I want to I want to end things on on two final points, if it's okay. Um, I know you've got a lot of young people following you and who are, you know, just you know, amazingly uh, interested in, in, in your life and, and what you do. And um, my first question is, um, for those young people that follow you or young people that, you know, want to know more about... Um, how to uh, uh, if they want to build a life that is successful, that is value adding, that is meaningful. Um, what would be your advice to young people right now who are feeling a bit lost, feeling a bit stuck? They haven't got the best grades at college or whatever, um, and they want to start on the right foot. What would be your advice to them? <laughs> Work hard, simple as that. Work hard, whatever you do. Um... Try your best. Be, be the best. So, so let's just say you're working somewhere and there's filling shelves at Morrison's. There's three of you. You try to be the best. Make sure you make sure you're facing forward. Make sure you do the best. If or try your best. It's, it's as simple as that. Try your best and be be good at what you do. The problem is, as I said, this these you know you was running it's on this that don't try to think I want to be some multi-millionaire or something doing, you know, how, how do I do this? What do I do? Um, it takes years. And I, I say it takes years. The, the, there's always the odd person what has got this. There's always, there's always, there's always people what have had, you could say I got it as well. I bought the shop up and my dad, they give that me my footing. Harry does bonkers competitions. Without us to help him do that, he wouldn't have been, you know. So then someone says, oh, yeah, but he's only done it. He's only got it because his dad's got money. Harry will get this. I can tell you now, Harry will get this off people. People say, oh, you're spoiled. You're spoiled. Your dad, your dad does this. Your dad does this. I think, first of all, to that one, there will be the odd person in this world what have come from a lot of money and everything else. But there'll be a lot of people what will have, you might not like it, but they've come from a family what's got money. But if that family who's got the money can help out their child, or no matter if it's a child, someone doing a business, because it's the right way to put money into it, it'll only work if that child is willing to work at it as well. You know, also, but, but, but you know what was amazing? Your story about how your dad did it was like mind blown. It was like, I'm going to give you a loan, right? Yeah. And I'm going to charge you a bit of interest, yeah. but there'll be interest. Right. It was it was kind of a it was that kind of perfect balance between not making you feel entitled, but at the same time, obviously giving you support, which yeah. I think was quite beautiful, actually. Well, yeah, because well, well one thing in life is my my kids, they, they have to work. That's that's quite an important thing. But one thing I don't like um, and you can see is spoiled. Now, a lot of people probably probably will see Instagram and think, Harry's got a GT3. 
I just got his GT3. Well, we've actually sold the GT3. And I said to people, no, Harry's not got a GT3. I've got a GT3, what Harry has. Um, is, he, is, is, is a 28-year-old man with a family and a mortgage. Um, the GT3 would probably cost... I don't know. All right, I picked the wrong car there because they're not losing any money. But normally, something like that would probably lose 10, 20. It probably costs you at least £500 a week, that car. Can't afford £500 a week for a car. Don't be silly. Anyway, G3's gone. And he's, well, has he come and bitched and moaned to me to say for the last two months, two months, Harry, three months? What's he been driving? What's he been driving for the last three months, Harry? A £2,500 Nissan Micra. I should be driving for the last three months when it comes to work. Yeah, he's yeah. had it done with his, but that's what he's been driving. I'm sure it, like, it will probably get another car or whatever, but it's not all about. You, 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 I don't like spoil. I, I remember I remember a friend of mine buying their daughter a car and he bought her a, this mini. Um, he said, Oh, if I had to got, it, it, you know, if I had to got her that. She'd, she'd have thrown it back in my face. And I thought, oh, wow, now that upsets me because I think if I'd have bought my kid, Harry or James, and I did, I, don't get me wrong, I got James a Focus, I got Harry a um, Well, of course I got you, Harry, or a Fiesta. Corsa. Do you know if he'd have said, oh, I didn't want a Corsa, I wanted something else, more money. I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I, don't, I don't hate my kids, but if that, as an adult who'd have said that, I'd have, I'd have walloped him, and then you've got nothing. I think yeah. you spoil a little yeah. shit. You've got a car. I think yourself looking. This is this is then you you're saying about advice for people on Instagram and that. This is problem that everybody's getting. You feel what? Should you feel bad that you've got a thousand pound Fiesta? Like, oh, because on Instagram this bloke's got a <laughs> bloody yeah. twenty thousand pound photo. Because oh, what? Where am I going? And also, it's not just a case of. Kids, it's, it's men feeling, and I, I'm coming out with men because I'm a man, that feeling, oh, have we, there's other people doing this and doing that and making this amount of money, and, oh, and I'm not, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man enough, and um, <laughs> you know. But you're right, though. You're right. It's, it's something I talk about a lot, which is this idea of entitlement, and I think we live in an age where a lot of people. For, for one reason, I mean, you, you could argue it's because of social media, where like the idea of being instantly gratified, right? You know, you, you know, you, you, you put, you, you do something on social media and you expect something in return really quickly, right? And there's, there's something about we live in a sort of day and age where a lot of young people, without generalizing, but a lot of young people do feel like I deserve more, I should get more. And even people have that as well. Like, you know, I've only got 10 followers. I should have 100 followers. I should have, I should have 1,000 followers or whatever it is. And um, I think that we deserve to have a conversation about that in terms of how we kind of reduce that somewhat because that can lead to a very, very horrible life where you're constantly feeling like the world should give you more. And in actuality, you have yeah. to kind of work for it, <laughs> you know. You know so the, it's, it's weird you saying that because it's all right sitting here saying, "Oh, kids," and, and as if I'm all right. I I am all right. I I, I don't have to, I don't have to, I'll be honest with you. It sounds so snobby, well, snobby or big headed to say this. I'm not worried. I'm not sat here today worrying about gas and electric bills going up like everybody is. And oh, this could be this could be. I'm not really overly worried about it. Well, I'll spoil. I'll, it's lovely, but. I'm at that level. So when I go on Instagram and I see this person and they've 
they've got a garage and they've got million pound cars in it and this car in it. And are you meant to feel so? There's, there's, there's always a level above you. Are you meant to feel bad that you've not got this, that, and the other? And I think, luckily, 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 me of me and Monday, I've come, I've come from a, a, a parents what own their own house. You know, we own their own, my mum and dad own their own house. Mandy comes from a council house. And um, we've always thought ourselves lucky. And I'm saying that, that's the secret of life, not having this. You've, as I've just said, you've got more. The, the boy who's got the £1,000 Fiesta, who's managed to pay for it and is happy with that Fiesta, has got more than the other kid who's, who's got a 20 grand car, but they're still not happy because the mate now has got a 30 grand car. And that comes across. I watched a documentary about, uh, oh, that singer. And that, not I will, that's Dolly Parton, the other one who did it. Whitney Houston. Yeah, yeah Whitney Houston. Yeah. And her daughter committed suicide, I think. How can these people commit suicide? They've got all this money. They've got all everything. Yeah, everything. like there's um, who was it? Um, that famous um, actor. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Robin uh, uh, Robin Williams. You know. Oh yeah, um, Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah, there's a man who. Yeah, very strange one that one. Yeah, and and yeah, and, and maybe that's the thing. Then the person who's always seeming to be happy, and and, and we have to, we, we have you know, it's so hard. It is a very very. Awkward thing, but then I also think there's that many people now moaning that they've got this, they've got that. Friend of mine, I'm suffering from PTSD from 15 years ago, and I thought, you what? You know, and I thought to myself, you know, I mentioned about the guy who committed suicide. If I felt that, I could say, oh, it's due to that. I'm, I'm having issues with that from from years ago. I think, but then I also, as I said, I think, oh, sort yourself out. But sometimes you can't. You want to sort it out. But like I've said with me, my blinkers go like this. And I can't see, I can't actually see enough things what are happening in the world, you know, and I just start thinking, what is the point of things? And yeah. By the way, on my other screen here, I've got pictures going across of old pictures and some of them like, oh, look back at shot, the old transit van. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, Sorry. wow. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I asked all my guests this, uh, and I forgot to ask it to you in the beginning, actually, so apologies. Um if you were to have a dream, I mean, you mentioned one of them, I think, uh, your your dream five-car garage, Nigel, what would that look like? Five cars? I don't need, I don't need five cars. That's the first thing. Um, that said, I've also said this, you give me a million pounds tomorrow. If you gave me a million pounds tomorrow, I'd probably be spending two to three hours a night on Autotrader. And, <laughs> Auto <-trader. laughs> and I, I reckon within two weeks, there would be no million pounds. Um <laughs> I'd have to oh, first of all, well, I'd have to think first of all, I've got to build it. My, my limitations are a garage. Where'd you put these things? It's all right saying I've five cars. I ain't got space for five cars. I've got uh we've if really, you had the space, if you had the space. Okay, oh if you had the space, if I had a big garage, then oh that's a different thing altogether. Because obviously um my 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 dream car was was really a post GT3 RS, which I got um and sold. Um, a GT2 RS, I've always said this to people, is beyond my dreams. That car is beyond my dreams. How I've got a GT2 RS is like beyond me, if you know what I mean. I think, wow. Um, oh, I'm so, I love that car so much. That said, as people will know, there's now the new 992 GT3 RS has been launched. It's like, oh gosh, could, would we like one of them? 
Um, it looks amazing, especially the white one with the green wheels, which is not something you can have. But anyway. Um, so anyway, the question was five cars. Um, I, I, it sounds silly. I wouldn't, unless there were cars would just sit there to look at, I, I definitely don't need a, need a five-car garage. I don't, and I wouldn't want a five-car garage. Um, but if you said, they would have to be old ones because um, Ford Capri 2.8 injection, um, would be would be one of them, and that's because yeah. it's got a bit of a story. There was two lads who lived in the Crooks Crosspool area who had a 2.8 injection Capri when I was um, 17. And I've said this before as well to people that if you'd have told me then you can have a brand new 2.8 injection Capri, you've got to sign this bit of paper and give 10% of everything you earn for the rest of your life. But you can have a two point eight days you can pray. I can one hundred percent guarantee you I would have signed that paper. One hundred percent guarantee I'd have wow. signed that. Wouldn't even thought about oh, what about when I'm 40, 50? No, I definitely wouldn't have. I would have definitely had a two point eight days you pray. So that would be a car, two point eight days you can pray. I'd also like an RS two thousand escort because that was sort of like first car when I got my I had a Vauxhall Cavalier, but there are these escort Two RS two thousand like oh they were the business, so I'd probably Ford Capri two point eight Escort RS two thousand. I'd love an Astra GT Mark one because that was my my first supercar. If that's the word. I call it a supercar, but for me it was. So they were the three old cars. So they're modern cars, modern cars. So I'm have to have more cars, and I'm saying I didn't need five. Definitely need a transporter van. We've also got a transporter van. That's an absolute must. If it's my garage and not Mandy's, because Mandy wants a McCann, which we love, which is great for us being out here. So this is only my garage. So now we've got the transport van, we've got the GT2 RS, and obviously yeah. I'd like the new GT3 RS. Um, yeah, that's well, it's a six car, guys. But now because we've gone past five, you could say, well, what about a ten car, guys? In reality, <laughs> um, I'd like a Bentley Continental. It's, but, but do you know all these things? It's all down to money. Part, part of, just don't get me wrong. So I'm looking at these Bentleys, and part of it then has to again knock myself on and say, "You don't even need a car. I don't need a car. I've got I've got a TC's transport van which I use. Does good. I love it. It's comfy. We've got Mandy's mechanic. If you want to go out anywhere, it's a lovely, lovely car. Yeah. <laughs> you see, again, in this pathetic, I've just said I don't need a car, and you've got a GT2 RS in there. <laughs> well, 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 in that car, yeah, yeah, you forgot about that one, did you? Yeah, I forgot about GT2 RS in garage. Yeah. Well, I think you've got a car then, haven't you? Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, by the way, that's because I did have a Turbo S and I did have a GT3, but the GT3 is gone. The Turbo S has just sold. I'll be getting paid for that next year. No, sorry, next, next week. Um, and you could say, why have you sold the Turbo S? I don't know. Do you want to hear this little bit of a story? Well, my business is fireworks. We've had to import them. These shipping costs have gone up and everything. And that's the whole thing with business. Can I put this bit in this for business? You don't mind me putting it yeah, right. So this year's a business. We have a business which is a, we, you know, we, I'm, I'm proud to say we've, we've been in business. Oh, gosh. Go shop at 21, 50, 50, 50, 56. 35 years I've had that shop. Wow. I've had it 35 wow. years. And I'm, I'm proud of the fact that I've never once Never once been overdrawn. This is again, this is teaching your mum dad, you don't have things going for. I've never been overdrawn. Um, we've always, you know, if we get a bill, we've always had the, the business has always had a cash balance to pay it. 
Now, this year, containers have gone up so much, and we have about eight containers, and they've gone up 20,000 pounds a container because the explosives they fire. Some people think containers don't cost that. They're explosives. And we've had to buy the fireworks early. So this year, I have needed, and again, I'm coming out with a number here, but people, some people, some people, it's minuscule, and to some people, it's a fortune. I've had to find an extra £300,000 this year, what we wasn't prepared for. Um, so to find this extra £300,000, well, how do we get it? Well, luckily, uh, there's equity in the GT3. Yes, we I did have a finance on that car, but there was still equity in it. The Turbo S, because this is another thing I like to put out there, and I think it's really important for people, this, that people think you've got all these fancy cars, you just go and buy them. No, it's just a bigger – you're just levels above borrowing the finance. I always said to people, yeah – Try never to be never be negative equity with a car, you know. But again, whatever car you buy, if you're buying a 10 grand car, make sure you're putting three grand into it. I always say that you're only borrowing 70% of money. That would be my advice for buying cars because they lose money. The Turbo S, for instance, what I'm getting paid for next week, I owe no money on that. I'm really in a lucky situation that there's no money on it, so that all that money is coming to me next week. Um. The the let the my GT two RS what's in the garage, so that's a three hundred fifty thousand pound car Manti Racing GT two RS three hundred fifty grand and I think I owe it's under hundred I'm not sure it's nine you could say that's ignorant yeah I don't know it's ninety grand or eighty grand not an amount I'm worried about you see I'm not worried about owing eighty ninety grand on a car when it's worth three hundred fifty um, and I'd say that to anybody out there if you if you're buying whatever you're buying um, some people out there will say don't worry any money on cars. Some people will get too much finance and then they get into trouble. So my, yeah. my advice with cars would be, you know, especially because we're doing this and Instagram is mostly followers because of cars. Um, if you're going to buy a car, I know you might want that car and think, oh, I want that car. Make sure you put a deposit, you know, that you've got a deposit. That, you, that you're not in negative equity. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, you, but you make a fair point, Nigel. Um, in in terms of finance, I feel like yeah, th- th- there is a balance between not taking out too much finance. But but people often think finance is bad. Like it's bad to be in debt. But in actuality, that's uh, not. Do, do, it, do, do, it's not do, do, in, a, in a wonderful world, if you if you can afford to buy your car. Do you can afford to buy your car? I'd actually say buy your car because, especially now, the the interest rates are going up. If you're paying eight percent interest on a car, and I'm going to bring an expensive car like that, like this like a, a hundred thousand pound, an hundred thousand pound car, and that interest rate's eight percent, that's it's too much. It's it's killing it if you're borrowing the old amount of money. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. I've sold my Turbo S. One of my plans is I'm, I'm lending it to the business. That money, by the way, for fireworks. Once bonfire nights over, I'm going to pay my GT to us because I've actually come to the decision that I don't actually want to owe money on cars paying that sort of interest rate. That's a position I'm in, and something I I don't want anymore. Uh, I, mainly because again, during life, I don't I don't need it, um, so I don't want it. But you know, it is wonderful me saying this. Do you know? Um, during three months' time, whatever, next year, when I bought a Bentley convertible, and I said, I'm not buying any more money on cars. Oh, I decided I'm 150 grand on that. So, um, so, you know, I've convinced myself at the moment, you don't want a car. You don't want to borrow any money on cars. And then next thing, I'll end up buying a car and, and borrowing 100. But again, if I was buying a Bentley next week, 
if it was a 70 grand one, I wouldn't want to borrow more than 50 grand on it. But if I bought the yeah. 70 grand one, I wouldn't have to borrow any money. That's, 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 what, that's a sensible option. The 170 grand, four litre, new one. Again, I shouldn't, I wouldn't be over worried because this would be me, this is me talking to myself, by the way, because this, you know, this is the next thing. I'm sure, you know, people said, people, I think people said, first sign of madness is when you talk to yourself. Well, I think we've all gone mad then, especially if you need to call an auto chair. Yeah. Well, I could afford this and I could afford that. What I say, sure, yeah, that's my dream. So if, if it was an 170 grand Bentley, I'd be happy to, to, to borrow 100 grand. I, I don't see, I don't see the worry there. Provided you can make the payments, and let's yeah. just say, let's just say I made the, went to bought that car. I thought, oh, hang on, electric bills have gone up, gas bills. I can't afford this car anymore. You ain't gonna. You'll sell it, and you might lose money. You didn't want to lose twenty, whatever you lose on it, but you're never gonna lose. You're always still gonna be able to pay it off. Basically, just avoid from getting into trouble with money. Really, that's yeah, the thing. I yeah. But I think you know what, um, and I mean, just to end on this point, you know, I think what you've what you've the way that I would describe you in terms of your success is um, a you are really really authentic on your on your channels. You are being yourself, which I think is really beautiful. Um, you know, you're, you're not trying to be that makes you feel that makes you feel good. Thank you. No, it's it's really true. I think I think also I think I think it's fair to say, Nigel, if you were to tomorrow, God forbid, lose everything, right? I think that you like are that. one of the rare people who would actually still wake up in the morning and think, you know what, everything is all right. And, and that is so I've beautiful. Learned, I've learned that, by the way, that you, you never – don't – don't. I'm saying don't worry about – of course, nobody wants to lose what they've had, but, um, you know, as I said, when I bought this house, it was my first mortgage by this house, but when I bought the house, I wasn't worried because I thought, it didn't matter, I'll go back and live at shop. If it all goes wrong, I'll go and live back at shop. But this is, again, I don't want to mention this earlier, once I'd lived in a house, well, I don't want to go back to that flat. I like living in a house now. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. this is getting spoiled. Spoiled, you know. Um, I, I hate Mandy. Sorry, I'm bringing Mandy into this now. Mandy sat there. She's just had a an £82,000 Porsche. I kind of think, hang on. Um, that There's not many people... I probably said there's not many people as the one main major car have cars that cost more than 50 grand. You know, 50 grand for a car's a lot of money. You know, you've got to face reality. You could buy a 50 grand car, it's going to lose probably seven and a half grand a year. I know cars are doing well, but that's 150 quid a week. If you've got any interest on it, that car's going to cost you 250 pounds a week. Who can, you know, again, what does an average man on the street earns 500 pounds a week? Can't afford a 50 grand car, you know, it's, it's reality, isn't it? And, um, it is, yeah. but I think but I think that's come from obviously having gone through, you know, it's not like you were born with a silver spoon, you know, you obviously went through a period of time where you had to struggle and work hard and money always wasn't abundant, right? And I think that what that's led to is an appreciation for <laughs> for money, which I think is just so cool. And, um, you, you know, the, the fact that you're aware of it is really cool. Do you know, um, you, do you, know you say that? I've never, I've never been without money. Never, never. Yeah. I had a bit, you know, it's all right saying about my son having a um, drinking addiction. When I was younger, I had a gambling addiction. And people wow. said to me, we are addicted to gambling. I've got a full-size roulette wheel in my office. People, and I still like a little gamble now. But remember last time, I, you know, I like to normally have a bit of Grand National. I've never even bothered this year. So I can't really say it's a gambling addiction. But when I was younger, 
I, the question was, was I addicted to gambling? And I like to I like to say, yes, I was, because I lost everything. Every week, wherever I lost gambling. Every week. All, I lost all my money gambling. I, gambling was, yeah, gambling. But someone, people have said to me, no, you weren't an addict, because an addict would have bothered and gone into debt with it. I never, I never, maybe again, teaching just like even now, I don't, I never borrowed and I never went into debt through gambling, but I lost everything I earned. And it, wow. that used to, so again, go back and we bring a little gambling story into this. So I could have been in a casino on a Saturday night and I could have actually probably put ponies on numbers. Ponies, by the way, are 25 pounds if you're into gambling. And I'll have had ponies on numbers and probably have been, got in that casino and lost a thousand pounds that night. The next morning, on a Sunday, the only reason I'm bringing this on is as a Sunday is, on a Sunday, the newspapers were big, Sunday Times, Italian, the big, heavy yeah. newspapers. So I delivered them myself in a van. We didn't have a paper lad on a Sunday. We only had three paper lads anyway. I don't even know. I don't think they exist anymore, the paper lads. But anyway, so on a Sunday, I had this big, I had to get up, do all papers, brought magazines, eat papers, that's what you had to do. Then I, I went out delivering them in my van. You know, you couldn't carry them. They were great. You know, I'm trying to show you. Screen doesn't do it. Big pile of papers. And off I went delivering them. And I probably, if you added them all up together, they probably came to, this is the sales, 50 quid. Well, I probably made £10 out of. And I used to I used to do them on the Sunday morning when they'd snap and think, I put, I, put what, I put more than what these papers make on one chip on a number yesterday. And it didn't, just didn't tie up, didn't tie up. And I think that it come about that we needed a new kitchen. This is when we lived at shop. And the new kitchen back there, by the way, these days, they, oh. by the way, Mandy's wants a new kitchen now. And I certainly <laughs> can assure you, the reason I'm saying this is a new kitchen back then was three and a half thousand quid for us to have this new kitchen. And of course, we earned money, but we never had money because the reason we never had money from being Let's say to about, I'd said I'd, I was gambling to be at the age of 28. That would be the point where I said, well, I just stopped wow. off. That was it. So from 18 to 28, I gambled. Never went into debt. Always ran the business. But anything that was made at the end of it, I gambled. So we never had any money wow. to, 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 to buy, let's say, this kitchen at three and a half grand. Um, just didn't have three and a half grand. Why would we? Because... Every week, if, if you know, if you met 500 quid that week, I gambled the 500 quid that was spare. Um, so it was a Can I ask how your um, how how Mandy kind of like dealt with that? Like, how what was I'll tell you, I'll tell you how Mandy dealt with it. And maybe this, this is nothing to do with gambling, but this is maybe again a relationship that do you know the word fair again? I wasn't being fair. It's coming into. I wasn't being fair there. Now I was losing our money. She wanted a kitchen, and it, it was the, the word fair. Now you can say, did Mandy ever melt? Mandy, this is why probably why I love her so much. Her priority in life is for me to be happy. That's her priority. She wants me to be happy. Um, one of the reasons I am twenty six stone is Mandy's fault. <laughs> I don't blame her. What? <laughs> yeah. Do you know something? So if I go home and have my tea, I don't go out a lot now, but right. So I go home and have my tea. So she's put me a healthy tea out of salad. She, I come home, my face is, oh, can I eat this over? Come home, it's steak and chips. Oh, lovely. She wants me to be happy. 
So she feeds me things what I like. It's almost like people have dogs and the dogs are overweight. She goes, oh, dog wants a biscuit. You know, you treat it. And I'm like, sort of like Mandy's big fat Labrador. Dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dog. So when you come out with gambling, as bad as and wrong as it was, I still, obviously I worked hard. Um, and I think Mandy probably felt more, I think she definitely did feel this as though, the business of what we did came from my mum and dad, from my mum and dad. We bought it off. I mean, yes, we were a partnership, but it came from my mum and dad, and we were married. But So it was always a little bit more probably that she wasn't felt entitled to it, if that's the word. It completely does now, but she knows it came from them. It probably a different business now. but um, So I think that. So she probably just thought, I think she was, and again, I think, again, with Mandy, she was always been happy. She's always been content. Again, she's a very, you know, you know, again. You know I what, it, it says a lot about a woman when her number one priority, and I do believe this wholeheartedly, that men can be a bit short-sighted at times in the sense that the difference between men and women, you know, women are just naturally so much more attentive and caring you- and... We're different animals. I, I, I kind of this thing now that men and women should be equal, equal in in in, in, in aspects. But we've got to understand we are different animals. I'm not yeah. bothered what you say or do. That you know, um, I, I've actually I actually thought this the other day. I thought, do you know, if the whole if the whole world was run by women, as much as oh, run by women, there'd be nowhere near as much fighting and um, wars and things because. It's more level-headed. They're more, you know, the, the I don't, you know, this is coming from a man who, who's certainly likes. I certainly like a man's role and a woman's role, but I'd say women are a bet the better half of the human race. Um, I would agree. You, I would you, agree. You, I mean, it's... You know, men are they can be horrible. They can be horrible men. You know, you see beating people up and awful things and what we do and yeah yeah so no, i agree i fully agree um and i guess uh just finally um well i mean um before i come on to that i just want to say um it's been probably the best i've done about 50 podcasts so far this has been the one that i've probably <laughs> almost cried at. actually i did cry uh, but also i've laughed at and I've gone through probably the world's largest spectrum of emotions uh, for this entire podcast. Oh. And um, never before have I come across someone who, you know, you can you can watch them on Instagram or you can watch them on social media. Uh, but when you get to know them as a person, or at least begin to know them as a person, you just think, wow, there's there's a there's a lot more depth. You let me cry again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's true. It's true. And I, I mean, I, I had Chiro on um, a couple of months ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and his story was incredible. I mean, you know, the amount of pain he's been through and struggle and mental health. And, you know, he's now talking about it a lot, which is amazing and beautiful. Um, but I think that um, we're, I'm, I'm hoping we're getting to a place where men are a lot more comfortable about talking about mental health and talking about pain and hardship. Um, and I think that someone like yourself, who's, you know, obviously a massive, massive car person, you know, arguably the men of men, the fact that you can actually break down and actually kind of talk about stuff, which 
many would perceive as too emotional, too airy fairy, too feminine. You know, um, no, it's it's so enlightening. Um, and I guess, uh, yeah, man, for those who want to kind of know more about you and uh, kind of follow you, where can they uh, where can they find you, Nigel? Uh, not not my house. <laughs> don't come and see me. Um, don't come and see me whenever you do. Um, well, I'm on Instagram. I'm in Instagram. That's the only thing I'm on, really, if I'm being honest with you. Um, yeah. Don't send me any... I'm not, you know, I'm, remember, I'm the daftest person on Instagram going, and that is, don't send me any messages, please. <laughs> 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 I sit watching telling Paul, go, bing, what's that? Nah, bugger off. Uh, you know, uh, in fact, this is the weirdest one. Do you know on Instagram? I don't follow many people, by the way, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. When I first had Instagram, I probably followed people. And you know, now I'd like to unfollow everybody because I think I think all the late people are unfollowing me. I, I dare unfollow everybody because I look a right miserable son. Um, anyway, right. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram under Supercard Nigel. That's me, Fantastic. Supercard Nigel. Fantastic. That's um, amazing. That's amazing. So I don't, yeah. So I don't really get any. Any new followers from this? So I might lose a few followers. This is again. I used to be bothered about it. And, and do you know something? I see people on Instagram now, and they do all that. They, they're putting all the hashtags in to try and get. Yeah. But they're saying they're not bothered. I'm thinking, well, what are you doing all that for? And I'll be honest with you, that 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 gives me annoyed because I think you're saying you're not bothered and this and 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 then they're talking about the algorithms of something Instagram. And I'm thinking, well, if you're not bothered, what, what are you going on about it for? Yeah. I mean, you know. You know <laughs> Um, I, that's, I've had my Instagram account barred twice. It's back at the moment. I don't know if it'll get barred or get banned again. But And I have to say this. When it got banned, I said, well, I missed it. And um, again, a little put on this one for Instagram. People said, oh, but you um, you do a lot of Instagram. I think, well, I don't actually do any Instagram. I don't I, I have to watch anything on Instagram. As I said, I don't watch YouTube videos at all. I've probably seen four in my life. Um Oh, what was that? Uh, or about Instagram? That's right. Other yeah, being banned. Yeah. I just I don't. I don't want that. So, with, with Instagram, I don't spend any time on it. Really, I just say what I'm doing. Oh, I'm here having some some chicken tikka, or oh, I'm here at this car show. So I don't really put, put much effort into it. I don't, I probably I'd like to put a little bit more effort into it, to be honest with you. But again, it's time into it. That's a that's a really good point. I think people overcomplicate the idea of being or getting onto social media. Like I feel like you know people spend way too much energy trying to figure out. Oh my god, are people going to like my content? Are people going to you know? Uh, am I going to get many likes? Am I going to get many comments? And actually, you know what? If you can just see it as a bit of a documentary of yourself, that might be a much better way of thinking about it as opposed to creating the perfect post. You know. <laughs> I think I was bothered about that though at first. That you know, I, I used to look at how many followers I've got. Oh, I've got some new followers. I've got that. And again, um, I'm trying to think. When was the last time I looked at followers I've got? And I, and I know it sounds silly, but I'd probably say a year ago. <laughs> you what do you mean? You've, you've not looked how many followers? I've got. I've got some followers. <laughs> That's it now. And. Um, it's, it, it doesn't go up. It doesn't go up anymore. I don't think it goes down either. It might go down. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure whether it's going up or down, but it's about that figure. And, and I don't. Think uh, but either way, either way. I mean, I've, I've been following you for a while, and I absolutely love your content. I just love how real you are. And uh, yeah, just honestly, thank you so much. You know, for a guy who's obviously you know running a business and is ridiculously uh, you know 
got a lot going on. Uh, having you share your journey, your life, um, your lessons, your rather raw um, kind of um, you know details of, of, of what's happened and stuff like you know, it's just been really really important for people to understand that. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate that, it. Thanks.